This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. 8.37 right now. Good morning. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Melissa Idris. And um, as you just heard Sabrina Magdalene on the uh, seven, the 8.30 News Bulletin report, Gobind Singh Dio, the Communications Minister, has said that there will be a new board for FINAS, the National Film Development Corporation, and that will be announced in the coming days as part of its restructuring process. So FINAS is currently being investigated by the MACC for alleged misappropriation of 25 million ringgit. Now, joining me on the show this morning to help us better understand the situation with Finas, I have here the co-hosts of BFM's At The Movies, Uma Pagan and PK Pagan and Bahi Yusuf. Good morning, guys. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Thank you for waking up so early. Um, but just just 25 million? Well, I think that's just scratching I the surface. I think that's a little soft, I think, that estimate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so here, here's the thing, right? Help us understand, I guess, what do you guys make of the situation at Finas right now? What's happening in Finas with the restructuring and uh, with all of its uh, audits on its financial practices? About a year ago, uh, Bahi and I had the misfortune of watching a movie called The Malay Regiment by Juri Latif. And in the, after reviewing that film, we decided to start a hashtag called Audit Finas, yeah. right? And there was a very good reason why we did that, because we weren't sure if all of the grant money that FINAS was afford, uh, awarding to make movies was actually going towards making those movies. Because well, we, we see a lot of movies and we know roughly how much these things cost to make. And if something is given two million ringgit, uh, you would like it. To, you would like to see that two million ringgit on screen. Now, an average viewer will be able to tell if two million ringgit has gone into a production. Especially that particular film, two million ringgit did not go into that movie. There's a lot of really shoddy graphics, really just pathetic stuff going on there. Okay. And so that raised red flags. I mean, it was it raised red flags to a 10-year-old child. It would have raised red flags. <laughs> yeah. And that's just one film, mind you. Um, there are... Maybe okay. So last year there were forty-three Malaysian movies made, forty-three or forty-two. Um, that is a step down from previous years where we started releasing between seventy and eighty movies a year. Uh, a vast majority of these would have received some sort of grant or support from Finas in some way. Um, of those eighty movies, and I'm not exaggerating here, maybe seven of them would break even. Mm. Maybe two of those movies would actually see a profit. Okay, so what is Finas's role? So uh, you're saying that Finas's role is to give grants out to the to the local film industry. I mean, well, I think the Finas Finas's official role is to support and develop the local Malaysian film industry, right? And that includes uh, the people behind it. That includes the actual films that show up on screen. That includes education. That includes training new people. That includes bringing people to the industry, etc., etc., etc. Now. I, I've been in the industry for a while. I mean, Uma is an observer of the industry for a very long time. We don't see a lot of that coming around. You know, we don't see a lot of that coming through. Just, I mean, Finas, under Finas's purview, there's, I think, four or five producer unions. Wow. I don't know why you need so, so many, many unions. Yeah. And not only that, but... Yeah, because you, they all fight each other and they have falling out and then set out their own little then unions. They set out, <laughs> I mean. And the only reason to join a union is because Finas tells you you have to join a union. To have any piece of your material published, you have to be a part of a union. So you just go to a little shop lot somewhere, fill up a piece of paper, they'll, they'll file it, they'll give you a 25 ringgit and you're good to go. Yeah, the, the minister is being very polite and not 
accusatory in any way, which is what he's supposed to do. But Bahe and I can tell you, we've, we speak to filmmakers all the time, Malaysian filmmakers, they're friends of ours, and they know all of the hanky-panky that goes on, and they don't say anything because they're terrified. Because, of course, if they speak out, they will be penalised. They still need some access to funds to fund their own movies, these young independent filmmakers. I'm not saying that Finas doesn't do any of this. They do. They support a whole bunch of young filmmakers, and they do some good training sessions and all of that. But on the upper levels, there is a tremendous amount of corruption and rent-seeking that goes on. Yeah, so the question is whether we're going to be seeing um, this being dismantled, right? And, and of course, we all, we're all happy that there's going to be a restructuring of FINAS, but what exactly, specifically, do we want to see happen with FINAS? I, for one, do not think that Vina should be in the business of making films. I think it should be supporting films. When I say making films, I don't mean they shouldn't be giving out grants. I don't think that the grants should come on condition of, ah, well, you know, if you get a grant, then you have to make a film that shows Malaysian culture or uh, Malaysian, Malaysian tourism. tourism yeah, which or, is also a thing. Which is a thing. Yeah. Which is a thing. It has to display Malaysian values. Malaysianness. Uh. Well, what about language? Because, uh, you know, is it, is it about, is the language of a film necessary? I mean, do, does it have to be films in, in Bahasa Malaysia? Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. It used to be. Well, I mean, it doesn't, it not really, the film didn't have to have be in Malay. But what had happened was that this was maybe 10, 11, 12 years ago, where if you were going to submit a film for a grant application, your script, regardless of what the final language is, it needs to be translated into Malay. Why? Don't know. That's just the way it is. There was a time when your film had to be uh, had to have a certain percentage of, of Mal- Malay in it to yeah. count as a Malaysian as, film. I think that still that's is changed. Accurate. No, no. I, I, I think now oh, you okay. can have like a movie like uh, uh, Jagat, for example. Oh, okay. Uh, where it's entirely in Tamil. Yeah. And it still counts as a Malaysian mm, film. So okay. that's changed, thank goodness yeah. okay. for that. Because I've fallen foul of that a couple of times. <laughs> really? What do you mean? When I he mean, was a producer. When I was a producer, my films were not considered Malaysian movies because they were spoken in English. So what's what's been the danger of this? I mean, I, I worry that we're not getting enough coverage of the issues at Finas. And I'm looking at some of the um, the media coverage of this issue I'm wondering whether it doesn't resonate. Uh, Harry and Metro, I'm going to give props to them. Harry and Metro has been quite good in highlighting yeah. some of the issues in Finas. I mean, they were reporting that, quote-unquote, influential people at mm. Finas were protecting some of the culprits. They, they said exactly what you said, Uma, that industry players are aware of the hanky-panky that's going on, but they're just too fearful mm. of saying anything. So why have we not seen this issue really out there in the public? Many people know that, you know, under Gobind Singh Dio's uh, ministry, uh, the communications ministry, you've got telcos to look at, you've got the media to look at, freedom of press. But with with Finas, which also falls under that ministry, not a lot of attention has been given to this. It's movies. So in many ways, people kind of think, ah, it's movies, what's, what's happening? Go, no one pays attention to what's yeah. going on over there. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're looking at a lot of money. You're looking at 25 million ringgit, at least. Officially, twenty five. That's, that's what's been for, uh, uh, yeah. reported, right? So that's what's missing. So at the end of the day, it's still a lot of money missing. We're oh. caught up with things like one MDB and um, money, you know uh, heists in the hundreds of millions and billions that uh, we sometimes ignore the smaller heists that are taking place. And um, there are millions here that are not necessarily going where they should go and should be looked at, right? Yeah. So apart from the monetary damage, the twenty five million. 
has there been uh, an, inten- uh, an impact to the local film oh, industry? Of course. I mean, if the same people keep getting money and making rubbish films, which they do, out of the 43 movies that say will come out in 2018, probably four of them will be worth your time. The rest of them will be garbage, right? And the thing is, if they are making these movies, the Malaysian public will only see Malaysian movies as being garbage and therefore not willing to pay for it and they would rather pirate it because they don't want to spend their hard-earned money on it. And that affects anyone who wants to go to... They're not going to believe you when you tell them a Malaysian movie is good. We tell them yeah. when we see a good movie. What do people say? You sure not. Your friend made it, is it? You're lying, is it? <laughs> I mean, the other thing as well is because of the whole Wajib Tayang situation, you're forcing these movies to stay in the cinema. You're, you're, forcing, you're literally forcing the cinemas to play empty halls. They have to play empty halls. So there's, there's At a, least for the first one, Thursday, f- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. At least for the first four days. First four or five days. And then the cinemas can make a request to FINA saying, that nobody showed up to these halls. Let's take it down. At which point there's a negotiation how many shows come down. And that affects the cinema economy as well. So, you know, there are all of these side fringe ripple effects that people aren't paying attention. And we're not even talking about the filmmakers who don't get grants. Great storytellers who go overseas. They're getting money from Busan, from Singapore, from... Everywhere else, from because Iceland Film Festival, from <laughs> yeah, from exactly. from Rikia, Rikiavik. I mean, Singtat goes there all the time, and he gets money from them constantly. And he makes good movies, and he makes great films. Well, thanks, guys, for highlighting this issue. That was Uma Pagan and Pika Pagan, and by use of the co-hosts of BFM's at the movies, you can catch that every day at seven pm. Now, after this, we're going to take a look uh, take a look at news that China's number one wild man will be investing in Malaysia next. BFM. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.